Welcome to the Inside Scoop, everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and let your friends know where they can tune in. They might find the information here helpful to them and their student as well. Cobb Schools has six magnet programs offered at high schools throughout the county. North Cobb School of International Studies program offers challenging courses to students who want to shape a career at the international level. Here to explain the unique program at North Cobb is the program's coordinator, James Auld. James, welcome to the Inside Scoop. Uh, Thanks for having me. Can you start us off by telling us a little bit about the International Studies program at North Cobb? Yeah, as an academic magnet uh, in social studies and science, we're a bit of a liberal arts program. Mm-hmm. Our main focus is definitely trying to get kids ready for college to be successful at, a, at an in-state school or, or out of state, and also to give a context to their advanced uh, rigorous curriculum mm-hmm. um, by kind of having a common thread of international studies, beginning in the freshman year with AP Human Geography, finishing with AP Comparative Government, and exploring other internationally ecological classes like environmental science. That's also an AP course along the way. Mainly they'll take more advanced science uh, and social studies classes, but they also have English language arts and foreign languages for a longer time mm-hmm. uh, that's required than in most other schools. We do offer eight languages at North Cobb. I think the average for most Cobb high schools is three to four. So that allows us to have a four-year requirement instead of the Georgia requirement of graduation, which is three. Now there's a similar program, uh, it sounds like, uh, down at Campbell High School, their IB program. Can you distinguish between the North Cobb International Studies program and that one? Sure. The similarity is that they both do have advanced classes in multiple disciplines. So they're mm-hmm. both liberal arts based. The difference is that they have standardized tests to the IB program that kids take to achieve their IB diploma. That's internationally recognizable. Study Kids that like to study abroad and, and kids that want to... Um, be more appealing to a larger outside the U.S. population, um, an IB program is is right for them often. For us, we have an AP track, so our average kid will take 13 advanced placement students by the time they graduate high school, um, and that allows them to achieve a AP capstone diploma, for example, or get an international skills diploma seal. With the capstone diploma, it reflects our research emphasis. It's a three-year process where they start with AP seminar, and they go to AP research junior year and then have a senior presentation their senior year. Um, along with a couple of other AP classes, four additional, then they can get this AP capstone diploma that indicates they're college ready to every U.S. college and university. Okay, so give us an example of what kind of subject areas they would study within the program. Um, they start out their freshman year with an AP human geography course. It is a good survey course of the entire global curriculum from economics to political geography, demographics. It gets their feet wet as an introductory class to see the world in a global perspective mm-hmm. and to tie it all together. They go into AP seminar and AP language their 10th grade year to learn how to research, discuss, and write about those topics that they've learned about freshman year to get ready for their individual research project. That's junior year, along with AP Environmental Science and other graduation requirements like AP US and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it allows them to delve into their personal interests and to kind of dig deeper to see what they want to know, what they want to explore about the world, because they've been given the context of research in 10th grade. Then the senior year, they have their bundle of AP Macroeconomics and AP Comparative Government that allows them to look outside the U.S. and to see how the role of the U.S. in the greater world economy, 
um, and how the two affect each other, like we see in the news a lot today. Mm -hmm. uh, also to compare our government institutions to places like Mexico, Russia, Iran, to kind of get a, a sense of, of positive, negative, different connotations for what our government institutions are meant to do. What kind of careers would, would a, uh, a graduate typically pursue that, that comes through your program? Give us an idea of what the end game is here. Absolutely. As a liberal arts program, we hope that students, regardless of what career they go into, will have the international perspective to succeed on a global level. Right. If they want to become a chef and you know go to France or, or learn um, at one of our, I guess, well-known, uh, renowned chef culinary arts schools in the United States, then they have the wherewithal to understand the cultural differences that will allow them to succeed outside the U.S. If they want to be a researcher, if they want to be an international science, like cultural ecologist, mm -hmm. then they know what it takes and they know the differences, or at least they're open to understand how they can succeed outside the context of, a, of an environment they're comfortable in with the U.S. So we have had students um, go on to college and start diplomacy clubs. We have a kid, a, a child at Clemson right now who is starting a diplomacy club to get kids kind of discussing international politics. Mm -hmm. um, we had a girl at North Carolina that just graduated last year that started a black girls travel club at North Carolina. So we mm -hmm. hope it spurs in them a lifelong appreciation, knowledge, and sort of thirst to find out more about the world and where they fit in. Tell us about how your magnet students uh, relate to the general ed population at North Cobb. Uh, is there much of a social life for a, a magnet student at uh, North Cobb? So absolutely. Uh, first thing we do at North Cobb is that we integrate our magnet students within the, the general students that come to North Cobb from their district. So we have magnet classes that are magnet only each year to allow us to kind of contact our students and, and keep a strong cohort of support, peer support for each other. But we also have all of our Georgia required classes like AP U.S. History or AP World History or Spanish 2 that they'll take with a very mixed environment mm -hmm. of districted students and magnet students. So that allows them to be fully a part of North Cobb, the fabric of the school. They go to football games. They're on all of our athletic teams. When we won the state title in volleyball five years ago, more than half the team was in the magnet program. You mm -hmm. know, our top cross country runner right now. And the female side of cross country is a freshman magnet student. So um, we fully expect and we find that success in the classroom is based on hard work and dedication. And that's exactly what they do in the classroom and, and beyond. Now, I know this is your first year there as the coordinator. Is that is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I've been the advisor, which is sort of um, assisting our coordinator for the last three years. It allowed me to kind of understand how things work to get mm -hmm. kind of get oriented in our system, see where we can have some areas of improvement and see what works well so we can continue those. And so you're, you're plenty familiar. I, I was just going to ask if you're aware of any uh, specific uh, success stories of graduates that you've, you've heard of in the brief time that you've been there. That's kind of an unfair question to ask <laughs> you, but I thought I'd ask. One of the points of emphasis when I took over the program when Mr. Stevenson left was to kind of track and to stay in touch with those students. So mm. we're in the early stages through social media, through email, through Remind Text of, of keeping those lines of communication open and sort of reestablishing them. So I do hope to share more and more of those. Right now, anecdotally, I know much more about the kids that are in college than I do about the kids that have graduated college in the last, you know, 13 years since we started our magnet program. Yeah. Uh, like our National Merit Scholar Award winner is the University of Alabama, and she studied abroad all year, uh, did community service work um, in Latin America. So I have other students who've done internships and gone on like Ocean Watch expeditions over the summer, mm -hmm. uh, again, to Latin America and the Caribbean. So 
I've stayed in touch with those who I've taught and who I still know in the collegiate system as we speak. Um, but as far as career wise, that's one of my priorities. <laughs> well, and, and I, I think it's a, a tremendous tribute to know that uh, these, we call them kids, but really they're sure, adults. Yeah, students, graduates who have moved on are, are not just sitting still. Uh, they are moving into some additionally challenging uh, work, whether it's uh, collegiate or, or doing things, uh, uh, community service projects, as you uh, gave it a, as an example, or, or uh, what have you. That's that's tremendous. You've helped develop a rounded student, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So how can parents know if their student's a good candidate? Um, you know, we all think our kids are brilliant, but uh, the reality is uh, there's a real challenge in, in being in some of these magnet programs. How can a parent truly know this really would be a good fit or might be a good fit for my student. I'd say the first characteristic that we always look for, and it's hard to measure from our end, but from a parent point of view, it would be good to see is how they work through challenges, how dedicated they are to a cause, even when it's not convenient or comfortable. Because mm-hmm. you're right, when they're taking 13, 15, 16 advanced placement classes across four years, across four different disciplines with English language arts and science, social studies, and sometimes math, then you need a student who is well-rounded, but more than that is willing to fight through a challenge and work hard and and meet that increased level of expectation. And they can see that in their son or daughter's sixth, seventh, eighth grade experience, but even more outside of school, just generally in life. Mm -hmm. How do they handle when they're confronted with that challenge? So uh, you would say it's more of a a persistence issue and, and temperament issue that might might be uh, key indicators for you? Yeah, I mean, obviously there are some potential things we look for with testing and with grades and with teacher recommendations, but I've found from a magnet retention point of view that the number one thing that I've seen is their reaction to the obstacles that are inevitable mm-hmm. in a rigorous program and those that are sort of hardwired and fight through everything in life and dedicate themselves to achieve that goal are ultimately going to be our most successful students in any of our mm. academic magnet programs. You know, that's interesting because uh, you're, you're causing me to reflect. I know this podcast isn't about me, people. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> it reminds me of one of my best teachers. Uh, the very first day, uh, we walked in and sat down, and uh, she said, I'm going to teach you all how to fail. And what she meant by that, and of course that scared the fool out of us, but uh, <laughs> what she meant by that was, I'm going to teach you how to recover from failure. And it sounds to me like that's, that's what you're talking about, right? Absolutely. Our magnet program prides ourselves in supporting our magnet students through that. There's a transition in the ninth grade year. We're, we're very preemptive when we reach out to parents, when we have conferences with students to try to teach them some of the more advanced study skills mm-hmm. and just life preparation, time management skills so they can succeed all four years. And that's been the key to us having four-year magnet students who are ultimately very successful And success doesn't always mean all A's in a magnet program. We work hard to kind of help them understand the expectations and there are weighted grades. So an A in a magnet class is actually 5.0 versus a B, which is a 4.0. And that does allow them to get non all A's and still have a college see what they've been able to accomplish and understand the complexity and the rigor of their academic um, curriculum. So we have our average student has right now about a four point uh, one, two, I think GPA and on a weighted scale. And that's because it doesn't mean all A's. It means there will be some B's, maybe even a C along the way in one of their areas, but we know they're going to graduate very college ready mm-hmm. or so our success at UGA and early admissions and um, just successful graduation from UGA or Georgia tech has been 
uh, well, I don't have the exact number quite high anecdotally. And that's our primary duty is to allow them or to get them in a place where they can be very successful at the school of their choice. And it's a pleasure when we see what they've done with their lives beyond that. But, but as a, as a duty, that's our, our primary one. Would you say, uh, if nothing else, a baseline skill of time management is a huge indicator of future successes to come, right? For sure. And the number one thing our kids, our students, uh, young adults tell us when they graduate and go to UGA or Georgia Tech um, is that they feel like first year it's almost easier than it was in high school (laughs) because they have so much more free time. You know, they don't have school nine hours a day, eight hours a day. And they've learned how to manage with cross-country schedule, marching band schedule, uh, drama production that takes up so much time during their week in addition to their eight hours of school. Mm. And now they're confronted with two or three classes a day and they can get a job and still have extra time because their time management skills are just so ingrained and developed that life is slower in college and they're very prepared for it. <laughs> what an upside down perspective uh, that must be for something. You know, and if nothing else, it would make your college life, if assuming you go to college from this program, uh, a college life much more enjoyable, I would think. Right? Uh, for sure. And it allows them so many more opportunities. One of the great things about Magnet in our, in our program, especially, is that if you have 13 advanced placement classes, you can enter college as a second semester sophomore which means in the day in the day of hope scholarship is super important. Our yeah. kids have a thirst for travel. Um, we have an amazing travel program that gets bigger and bigger every year. And that allows them to, for example, study abroad on their hope scholarship. So God. now they only need two and a half years of college so they can take a year or a semester at least and go study in Italy, go study in France uh, or somewhere else and get a sense of, you know, developing their greater language proficiency or just being immersed in a culture to see how it might affect their future career or a double dog at Georgia where they have like, you know, master's in a grad and a, and a undergrad at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, on the Hope Scholarship, that can be a little more challenging in the fifth year. But if you have a year of advanced placement classes that you've wiped out of your freshman liberal arts program, mm. then you can get your graduate degree and your on-level degree or your, or your undergraduate degree rather in the same time and have that covered by Zell Miller um, or a regular Hope Scholarship, which is a great opportunity. Yes, it really sounds like. Okay, so moving on, how how do students and parents apply to the North Cobb program? Just like um, every other academic program, they apply through the ad- Advanced Learning Program um, portal in the Cobb County website, and that starts October 1st when they go live. Um, they can apply to all schools or individually through the exact same platform. So they can just check off each school or they can just pick the one or two that is most interesting to them. A lot of students do typically pick all five academics um, because they just want to have options Mm -hmm. for the spring when it comes time to pick their school, just like kids will apply to multiple universities when they're a senior. And for those who are interested in learning more about the Magnet program overall across the county, uh, there was a podcast that was uh, done with uh, Andrew Kutcher who is over all of those programs. So you might want to look that up. We've been listening to James Ald, the coordinator for North Cobb High School's School for International Studies program. James, thanks for stopping by. You can learn more about North Cobb's Magnet Program by visiting the district's website at www.cobbk12.org. Just select schools from the menu and then Magnet over on the left-hand side. You'll want to pay particular attention to the upcoming informational sessions and application deadlines because they are coming up very, very soon. The program also has information available on the high school's website, North Cobb High School's website. Just go to, again, Cobb County's website, look under schools, North Cobb is there, and you can find exactly where you need to go. 
Thanks for listening to this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.